and welcome back to the Across the Pod NFL podcast as part of the Say It Again Network. We are here for another NFL Week preview, and this week it's a turn of Week 8. And of course, this week is our final London game of the year. And like a London best, for the second time this week, we've got back with us Freddie Harper-Davis. How are you? Hi again, Andy. Yeah, I, I'm very good. I'm looking forward to uh, going through these this week's slate of games. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's um, are you going to the London game this year? I am not going to the London game this this year. And to be honest, six weeks ago or before the start of the season, you'd look to this game and thought, "Oh, this would be quite exciting." And then yeah. you watch some of the Broncos and you realise maybe not. So uh, <laughs> I might have, uh, I might have got lucky there. Yeah, I mean, let's get into that game now. But before we do that, of course, this podcast will be out, presumingly when this game's already finished. We'll do a quick prediction of Buccaneers-Ravens. I've gone for Ravens purely for the injuries that the Buccaneers have and the form that the Buccaneers are in. Um, who, do you think, who do you think will win this game, Freddie? Um, against all logic, I think Tampa wins this game. I've, I've watched them the last two weeks. They've been absolutely hopeless. Mm. Um, but they, they, this is the week that they need a win. They really, really need a win. If this is a loss, then... Um, we're looking at the Bucks completely imploding. Um, but as you say, there's a lot of injuries. Um, but this is, again, this is my theory that teams that travel fairly long distances on a Thursday night tend to struggle. And um, the Ravens have got to go down to Florida. Um, mm-hmm. I think this will be a close game, but um, the Ravens seem to be very good at throwing away leads late. And <laughs> I, I think it could well happen again this week. So I've, I've got the Bucks winning this one in a, in a tight, but low-scoring game. Yeah, I saw uh, I was in the sports bar yesterday in Tampa, and they, they had the NFL sort of talking on it. I saw, I saw that the Ravens looking at it now. It's come clear the Ravens have the fifth best rushing offense, but their pass defense is truly terrible. It's like one of the worst in the league. I think it's like twenty eighth or something in the league. I'll just double check that on the ESPN app. Um, looking at the pass defense across the NFL, they are. The fourth worst behind your Steelers, um, the Chiefs and the Falcons do have the worst pass defense in the league. So I think, and their record, like our game, especially, you know, when they had a massive lead and threw that way in the fourth quarter, there was another game I can't think who was against now. Oh, the Bills, the Bills, when they threw away that game as well. So they've got a history of doing it. But um, I, I think purely for the injuries, I think I do back the Ravens to get the win here. But yeah, going back to the London game, of course, the Jags do host Denver Broncos. Um, the two and five Jags face a Broncos team that you know have been performing way below expectation. You know, Russell Wilson has not been a callback field thought. Of course, didn't play last week in the Jets win. Um, and I I do question whether he'll be fully fit for this game. Um, and the Jaguars, whilst they did lose to the Giants uh, a game I was at, they did put up a fight and they did Towards the end, put some point in Doug Peterson's play calling and decision to go for three ended up hurting them. I'm sorry, not to go for three ended up hurting them. Um, so I'm going to go for the Jags to win. I think they're used to playing at Wembley. They're used to the London environment. Broncos have only, I believe, only played once in London. I know Russell Wilson did get a win with the Seahawks, but that's not Nathaniel Hackett back then. So I just think the Broncos in such a bad run of form and the Jags, I think they're, they're due a win. I just think that they're going to Purely for them being the London team, they're so used to playing in Wembley. I think now they'll go get the win. Um, how are you seeing this game, Freddie? I agree. The Jags have got a good record at, at home, well, technically at home in London. Um, they obviously beat your Dolphins last year um, in the game we were both at. Yeah, and, I met uh, you, didn't I? I, 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 I so, 
Um, yeah, I, I have the Jags winning. I just the Broncos are not are not brilliant, but their defense is very good. And um, although it does look like if this is a defeat, they'll be trading assets out of there very quickly before the trade deadline next week um, because they're way off the pace from the Chiefs at the top of the AFC West. Um, I was going to say the Chargers, but after last week, maybe not. Um, but yeah, I think the Jags have been a bit unlucky. Two and five is a bit harsh on on how they've looked so far in terms of what I've seen of them. I think they're better than their record suggests. There's, they've still got issues. Um, and I haven't yet to see Trevor Lawrence come out and and shine like I thought he might with Doug Peterson. He's had, he's had his glimpses, but he's not been perfect. Um, but that sums up the Jags so far this season. I think, as you say, this is a they're good in London, um, and they've got a perfect opportunity now to put a win on the board. So I agree. I'm going with the Jags as well. Yeah, I'm not going to try and get up now their record in London. I reckon it's probably pretty good. But um, going back to Broncos, there's a lot of talk I've seen in recent days of the Dolphins actually trading for um, Jerry Judy, which obviously would reunite. Um, Tour with with one of his former receivers, it would make that whole receiver call just an absolute track team. Um, so I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Jerry Judy hasn't really been the running, the running back, the wide receiver we all thought he'd be when he came out of college. And I don't know whether he'll be maybe being a third choice back, uh, receiver may well do him a favor rather than being one of the main guys that Russell Wilson can throw to. I think if he can be on the tour. Be behind, you know, be behind Waddle, be behind um, Hill. And obviously, there's a lot of talk of Ziki being traded. I wouldn't because he's our third best receiver on stats wise. But I think if you're going to trade him, our next best receiver is not good. I think Chase Evans has more receiving yards than Cedric Wilson, which I never thought of going into the year. So I think if you are going to trade Mike Ziki, which I don't want to do, then I think getting him someone like Jerry Judy. Would maybe be the answer. Maybe you could do a trade. Maybe if they, if they want to trade away Mike Gazicki, maybe you could do a straight trade. Maybe Judy for Gazicki, maybe add in an extra pick somewhere along the way. But I don't know how they'll do that. Um, do you think he's going to stay in um, in Denver long, uh, Jerry Judy? I don't think he'll stay in Denver, but I don't think he'll go to Miami. Um, he seems like a good fit for somewhere like um, somewhere like the Jets because they're in desperate need of someone to add a, another weapon for. For a struggling Zach Wilson, um, or even the Giants, who uh, have traded Kadarius Tony today yeah. to the Chiefs, they they could do with a another receiver. Um, but yeah, there's a few options. I just don't think that Jerry Judy's long lasting in Denver. It just it hasn't worked. So uh, that I could very much see that happening. Yeah, I agree. Uh, maybe the Packers, you could argue they're 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 crying out for for more receiving help, but I. Yeah. I don't know whether he is that guy. Like you know, I know I have a question whether he is. Is he as good as Christian Watson? Is he as good as Alan Lazard? Is he as good, you know, as the players they've got really? So I, I didn't. I don't know whether I think if they're going to try and get receivers, try and you know, try and make that next leap and try and get wins back. I don't know whether he is the guy they need. Maybe I still think Odell Beckham is the guy they should absolutely go for. They, I'm so surprised he's not got a team because I know he's got the injury, but when he plays, especially when he's not the number one receiver, I think. When he's the wide receiver two or wide receiver three these days, he's still very electric. And I, I do think that he, you know, is someone you should absolutely look at. So I I don't know why he's still not got a team. Um, quick predictions. Uh, Falcons host the Panthers. I'm going to go for the Falcons. I think Panthers' win last week was was a one-off. I think the Falcons have, have looked good, even though they're 
three and four or as good as we thought. I didn't think anyone think they'd be as good as they are. So I'm going to go for the Falcons to win. How about you, Freddie? Agree. We'd like to see them pass a bit more, but they clearly don't trust Mariota in the passing game. But um, yeah, I think Panthers' win was a one-off and Falcons are just a better team. And then Dallas hosting the Bears. I mean, Dallas, I think, um, whether it's Cooper Rush, whether it's Dak Prescott, I think either quarterback would beat the Bears with ease. I think the Bears, they got a win last week, but that was against a poor New England offence. And I do think Dallas will overall have enough to get the win. Um how about you, Freddie? Same as me, or are you going anything different? I mean, give give Justin um, Fields some credit. He was he was really really good on um, mm. on Monday night. But this is the Dallas Cowboys defense, which is ferocious. Will put him under all kinds of pressure. Um, he could go from looking fantastic to really really poor on Sunday, like a lot of players do against this Cowboys defense, which is f- amazing to watch. Really, really is good to watch. Um, yeah, I've got the Cowboys team too. Yeah, I, I think that might be one of the easier ones to predict all week. Um, next up, now, I think this could be a trap game. Miami travelled to Detroit, face the Lions. I think that we were lucky on, against you guys. You mentioned it in our, in our review episode of the, the game where I think Tua could have had four picks. I think against a better team, they would have made the most of that. Um, they, they, sorry, they would have lost that game. Um, but I do think we'll still win this game. I do think the Lions, whilst I loved, I had him make the playoffs in our predictions episode at the start of the year. I did like Dan Campbell. And I did like this Lions team going into the season, but from the season, from the six games we've had so far, I mean, their past defense has been as bad as ours. You know, it's just not working out sadly at the moment with Dan Campbell. And I don't know whether that's going to change anytime soon. I think that Tua's had a game to come back. He was rusty, but hopefully now he's had another week to prepare. He'll be a lot better in this game. So I'm going to give the Dolphins a win. Um, how about you? Um, I, I think Detroit's been pretty bad for, for some time now. They were not great against the Cowboys. They, ha- they hung with them for a while, but as I say, with their defence, again, it, it, it just caused Jared Goff and their offence too many problems. And in the end, the Cowboys got clear. Um, and then the game before that, obviously, they got shut out by the Patriots, who were terrible. So, um yeah, I've weirdly, having said that, I think the Lions will win this game. This will be the bounce back. Um, it'll be high scoring. Um, I think Chua has a good game because the Lions' defense is awful, but I also think that the Lions offensively will be good as well. Um, so this will be the complete opposite to what we saw with the Dolphins and Steelers last week. This will be a 35-30 game. Hmm. Either way, I think Detroit just about edge it. Oh, okay. Okay, this game actually I'm really excited for. The Cardinals travel to the Vikings. The Vikings off a bye week are going to be fresh. You know, the offense they've got with Thielen, Jefferson, Dalvin Cook against the Cardinals side that I've got D Hop back now. He had a great game, tend to fancy wise, um, against the Saints. They've had an extra three days and everyone else who played on Sunday to rest. So both teams are coming into this game with a lot of rest. I'm going to give it to the Vikings. I think even though the Cardinals won last week, it was against a poor Saints offence uh, with Andy Dalton there. I think the Vikings are just going to have that a bit more about them on both sides of the ball. So I'm going to give the Vikings a win. Um, and how about yourself? I don't rate the Cardinals at all. Um, I think the Vikings win, but the Vikings are, are still a team that seem to find it very difficult. I know they're They've won the vast majority of their games this year, but they're one of these teams that still finds it very difficult to beat teams easily. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll keep the Cardinals in the game, as they often do with their opposition. 
Um, but they are the better team. I, I don't rate Arizona. They beat the Saints last week with the Saints having half their team out. Um, it, they're just they're just not a great team. They're not very well coached. Um, they have got Hopkins back, but I think what they needed was Hopkins and Brown to be fit together. Mm. One went out just as the other one came back, and that's that's a real blow for them. Um, yeah, I I just think I think the Vikings have got a little bit too much. Yeah, you mentioned coaching. Does the fact that I, th- I think it was a Saints game where you saw Kyler Murray shouting at Kings Cliff Kingsbury and obviously giving him a new obviously deal till twenty twenty seven? I think it is. Does that worry the fact that the callback is sort of almost telling the coach what to do? Um, well, it's clearly disagreements, and um, from from what I've seen of the Cardinals so far this season, I can see why they've been nowhere near their best. They usually start really strong and tail off, so. To start as poorly as they have is concerning. Um, but as you say, he, Hopkins is back now. We need to see improvements. If the Cardinals are to be a serious team, going into Minnesota and beating the Vikings is the sort of game they've got to win. And um, I, I'm not I'm not convinced, but we, we shall see. And in terms of the Vikings as well, I mean, they're a team that have only lost one game this year. They're 5-1 and one because of the bye week last week. Um, and, you know, they beat the Packers week one. It seems to have got better since then and they haven't lost since the London game. Um, of course, that's normally a game that everyone points to when teams, you know, the Packers lost three in a row or two in a row after losing in London. Um, a lot of teams do find it hard to recover in terms of jet lag and all those connotations. So right now, only the Eagles have a better record than the NFC. I mean, the top two seeds. I mean, that is, I think there was a, yeah, that sort of right now would be a re- rematch of the NFC Championship game in 2018 when, the game after the Minneapolis miracle and all that. Do you think the Vikings are legit or do you, is there anything that does concern you about the team going into the rest of the year? Um, there's things that concern me. I mean, I don't think that defence is the finished article by any means. I mean, they were so poor last year. They've had a obviously a coaching change and they've brought in a few new guys, but I think they're still a year away on their defence. Um I, I, I still have question marks about Kirk Cousins. I mean, he's a great quarterback, but he does have his moments. Um, but they've got Dalvin Cook. They've got Thielen and Jefferson and other weapons as well. The, the, it's a good. It's, it is a good team. Um, they should have enough to win that division. I mean, I, I honestly, I don't think the Packers are going to win it, judging by what we've seen so far. And yeah. it's not going to be the Bears or Lions. So they should win this division. Um, but it is it is a new coach it is a it is a new scheme we'll see whether it works the nfc is fairly weak the vikings could go a long way um but i think we're probably a year too soon for them yeah i mean look at the schedule a bit more in depth i mean they beat the packers but that was their first game without adams they beat detroit by only four points they beat the saints by only three points they beat the bears by just one touchdown they beat the miami side that had teddy bridgewater as a fallback and the one game they played a good team, they lost 24-7. So I think, I don't know whether it's a schedule making them look better than they are. I mean, they've got, they got Washington after they got the Buff, the Bills and the Dallas Cowboys in week 10 and 11. They got the Patriots, the Jets, the Lions, and the Colts, the Giants, the Packers and the Bears. So it's obviously due to being where they were last year. You know, they've got a fairly favourable schedule. And I think they've got some tough games there, but I think, you know, 
they've got the team to win. The, they, they, they'll easily beat Washington. They'll easily beat the, pay, the Pats, the Jets. Maybe not the Jets, but the Lions and the, the Colts, certainly, I think they'll beat quite convincingly. So I think... But, but then, as you say, you've, you've gone through the games that they've won and they've only won them by a handful mm-hmm. of points because this is what the Vikings do. They don't win games big. They, they always keep their teams in them. Mm-hmm. And this is what worries, worries me, that every game you can't convince, confidently say the Vikings are going to win it because... They never blow teams out of the water. It, it just doesn't seem to happen. Yeah, it's a shame that we didn't get Lewis on for the Vikings review because that game really, we should have had it. We had a, we had a pass interference call and at the game I was at in Miami against Minnesota, they had a pass interference call. So we got no, we got an intentional grounding call against us for a pass, for pass that was caught, um, which blew my mind because from my understanding, you have to either throw it away or throw it onto the ground. So the fact that the receiver was targeted and caught the ball and they give a pass interference call for that when we were what when we caught the ball one yard from the end zone. That was the first drive, if not the second drive. And I think that would have changed the game completely. And I think that may have helped us win that game. So I, I, I do think potentially they could be a fraudulent five and one team because their their rush defense is actually ninth in the league, but they're the tenth worst pass defense. I think the secondary was a massive issue going into the season that everyone was pointing to, and so far it seems to be going that way. Um, Quick more games to quickly predict. Raiders Saints going to go for the Raiders. I think McDaniel's has been terrible as head coach, but I think the Saints have got problems at quarterback. So I think the Raiders will get the win. Yeah, I agree. And uh, next game, I never thought I'd ever pick the Jets to beat the Patriots in any game, but I'm doing it this week. I'm picking the Jets to win at home to the New England Patriots, and that moves them up. I'll move them up to six and two. No, I think the Patriots win this. Um, yeah. They've they've lost they've lost um, AVT in the um, offensive line. He's their key he's their key lineman. Um, they've lost um, Brees Hall. I know they've replaced him with James Robinson, but it's going to take him more than a week to get up to speed. So I expect Michael Carter to get most of the the reps. Um, and the Patriots were completely blown out last week. They looked a complete dysfunctional mess. Yeah. Um, we, I, I don't think we'll see that two weeks in a row. The Patriots will come in with a plan. Um, who we see as quarterback is the big question. Um, I think they'll go with Mac Jones because I, I, I think Bailey Zappi should tap your, your usual backup. That he has a few good games. People think, oh, he's the next big thing. He gets one or two games off beyond how many he should be playing and then gets found out and that'll be the end of him. Um, so I think Mac Jones will play in the long run. Whether he plays this week, we'll find out. Um, but I... You can't really go against the Patriots, against the Jets, even after what we saw on Monday night. And as I say, the Jets, are they're getting injuries to key players at the wrong time. I, Zach Wilson's been awful. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm going with the Patriots in a, a low-scoring game. And the Jets know fully well what it's like to have a quarterback who's a backup, to have one good game and then do nothing. Big shout-out to Mike White if he's listening to this podcast. Um, Titans, Texans, going to give it to the Titans. I think they're best of a bad bunch. And I think that Texans, even though they put up a fight against the Raiders, I think overall they're just not a good team. And probably the worst team, player for player in the league. So I'm going to give the Titans a win. Titans are getting are getting better under the radar. Um, they got a good win against Indy last week. Obviously, that saw Matt Ryan get ditched. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I have the Titans winning that fairly easily. Next up, which what should have been went against Matt Ryan. Looks like it's going to be Sam Ellinger against uh, Taylor Heineke. Um, I'm going to give the edge to 
actually, I'm going to change, actually. I had Washington the entire week, but just hit me that you see a lot of callbacks who are backups. They come in their first game, they're always better. I think the off- and off- you see often see a battle callback. Their second game is never as good as the first. I'm going to give the Colts, actually, the win. A, a last-minute audible change. I'm going to give it to the Colts. I quite like Ellinger. I liked him in college. Um, and clearly the Colts are high on him, otherwise you wouldn't bench a guy like Matt Ryan. Although um, they said in their uh, press conference that they completely failed him with a hopeless offensive line, very few weapons. Um, the Colts look a mess. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a coaching change fairly soon in Indianapolis, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see a coaching change fairly soon in Washington because... Ron Rivera and the Commanders are a long, long way behind the rest in the NFC East. They got the win over Green Bay last week. Um, I'm not sure whether it's because the Commanders play well, more that the the Packers were absolutely atrocious. Um, but I've got the Colts winning this one. Okay. Before I forget as well, we did actually forget to mention the leaderboard. So last week we had Trev Scott from Bailey Sports on the podcast. He got six right, and I got... Um, so right now the leaderboard still stands with Paul Hope number one with 12 correct scores on week four second is Jonathan Dix from week five with 11 and then third is me for my week five uh, predictions with 10 um, and obviously George and Dre just behind that from um, Verge magazine so are you confident you can beat Paul? I know he well, we've got a bit of a disadvantage because he gets the full slate and I've only got 14 games <laughs> so I've got to get a 13 right to beat him so yeah. <laughs> I've got a this there's no way there's too many 50-50 games this week I mean likes of Jags and Broncos um you look down the list you see Vikings Cardinals you see Saints and Raiders there's so many games between sort of levelish teams that I'm not going to get them all right so no there's no way and as I say we've got four teams on by so uh, yeah. there's a big disadvantage already yeah maybe I need to I'm going I'm Think of giving a prize to our winner at the end of the season, and it looks like Paul might be the winner for the rest of the year. But I just, I don't know whether I could change that next. So maybe you could have, I don't know, from maybe have two extra predictions, like I don't know who's going to get the first touchdown or something, or or something like that. I think I need to look into that for next year because, as you're right, you say there, like Paul's got a massive advantage in this leaderboard because he did have an extra two games to predict, but. The NFL is so predictable, you never know, you could get all 16 right, or 14 right, I should say. No shots. <laughs> There'll be a reason for that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Giants, Seahawks, going to give it to the Giants, 6-1. and one. I like Geno Smith, they're 4-3, which again, if you told me to start the year, it'd be a 6-1 and one team against a 4-3 and three team, I would have laughed your head off. Um, but I'm going to give it to Giants purely because they've got the momentum, and I do think the Seahawks' pass defence worries me a ton. So I'm going to give it to the Giants um, to continue their momentum against the Seahawks team. Seahawks are going 5-3. and three. They'll win this game. Um, hey, I like that. I like that. The, um, you say about the pass defence, it's not the pass defence you need to worry about with the Giants. You need to worry about the run defence because Saquon Barkley is the Giants' offense. Mm. Um, Wink Mar- Martindale will know how to... This is the thing that scares me is because Martindale's defence, and we covered this early with the Ravens having a a really poor pass defence. Martindale's gone to the Giants and it's no coincidence now that their defence is outstanding. Um, but Gino Smith, Kenneth Walker, who's in a lot of my fantasy leagues, I took a punt on him in the, in the summer and uh, it's paid off big time. Well, it did pay off big time last week, so that was good. Um, I love the guy. 
I hope he smashes it again this week. I am really loving watching the Seahawks because it's great to see a team that everyone, and I mean, including me, most Seahawks fans, everybody else completely and utterly wrote off and said, ah, oh, they'll win three or four games. They go in at it. They look, to me, honest, they, I think they'll be a playoff team the way they're playing at the minute in a really poor conference. I don't see why the Seahawks can't be playing against somebody like Philadelphia and getting wiped out in the first, in the uh, wildcard round. I, I, there is an opportunity there. There's definitely enough bad teams in the NFC for the, the Seahawks to, to sneak in. Um, and yeah, I think they win this game. Is Pete Carroll maybe a coach of a contender for you? Because everyone's talked about, you know, Brian Dable, um, Kevin O'Connell, Nick Sirianni, um, even Mike Daniel after three weeks. Um, do you think for the fact that the, the Vikings were a team of people thought would do well, everyone thought the Eagles would do well, um, but no one ever, like as you said before, no one thought the Seahawks would actually do well. So do you think for the fact they're four and three, Genius looks way better than Russ right now. Do you think Pete Cowell is a coach of year candidate, if not favourite? Well, how many of us at the end of last year, when we were talking in most of these podcasts and other things, we were talking about what was going to happen to Seattle after a really poor year. We were saying the likelihood is Russ is going to get traded, but we thought that both Russ and Pete Carroll would end up getting completely swamped. Mm. They'd have a complete rebuild year with somebody new thrown in with Gino, see what happens. Nope. The Seahawks, Against everyone's thoughts, kept with Carroll. He's been absolutely outstanding. He's got the best out of this roster. Their picks, I mean, I've, I've already mentioned Kenneth Walker. Uh, Charles Cross, the, uh, the the lineman they picked up in the first round, the tackle has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, the line suddenly looks much better because you haven't got Russell Wilson running around in circles behind the line. They clearly look more functional together as a team. Um, we're seeing with Russell Wilson in Denver, of, uh, I think Pete Carroll did very well to hide a lot of the extra external noise that Russell Wilson's been having in Denver, a bit like the Steelers did with AB for so many years. Um, and yeah, they're doing a really, really good job. And again, this is another thing. The defense has started really poorly. They gave up a lot of points. Um, and then they played Arizona a couple of weeks ago and completely stuffed them. And the thing is, the Seahawks' defence last year got better as the season went on. No reason why it can't do exactly the same this year. I, I honestly think the Seahawks are are actually a really solid football team and they may well keep winning. Yeah, I think me, I was really high on Charles Cross. We did a mock draft with um, Adam and Freddie from the franchise tag as well as Sam Moores and he was my top lineman and I thought he was watching his tape going into the, mock, the NFL draft this year. I was really big on him and I'm really glad that he's come in and instantly become a star. You know, I really like Boy Maffe as well coming out of college. So they had some good draft picks. And I think, yeah, I think with that NFC, you know, you got NFC East is quite good this year. You got the uh, Cowboys, Eagles, and Giants are all thereabouts. NFC South has, has been terrible. No team has been in the playoffs right now. NFC West, again, you got the Cardinals being inconsistent. You know, the Seahawks have been good. The Rams have been not as good as we thought. And the 49ers have been. As, probably as we thought with the quarterback situation. And then the NFC North is probably might be just the Vikings. So I think that NFC is wide open and I think there's definitely a room up for grabs for them to go out and, and go and get that, of course. And of course, I think were they fourth in the NFC West last year? Their the schedule, I, I assume, is much easier than the rest. So yeah, hopefully they do well because I do like Pete Cowell. I think he um, is a good guy. Um, well, quickly, we've got 10 minutes left. You've got to quickly round up the rest. 
Uh, Niners Rams. I'm gone for the Niners. We mentioned Paul Hope's predictions. He had the Rams losing to the Niners last time, and they did lose. I think in the regular season, Shanahan has McVeigh's number, so I'm going to give the Niners a win, even if it's at SoFi. Ah, there might be 15 games this week then, because that's the game I didn't write down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Niners always beat the Rams, so I've got the Niners winning that. And then your team, Steelers, travelling to the 6-0 Eagles. Um, I've gone for the Eagles going 7-0, but can can your team stop that happening? I did say I wasn't going to go... 100% 100% this week because I'm going to go mental here and back the Seahawks, the Ste- not the Seahawks, the Steelers to uh, to go across Pennsylvania and beat the Eagles because I I have no logical explanation behind this. Whatsoever. There is literally no logic behind this um, other than the Steelers are just going to go into Philadelphia and win the game. Um, I'll try and provide some logic. Uh, Kenny Pickett played I thought he played okay on Sunday night he's got a lot of criticism but he moved the ball downfield a bit um, obviously the offensive game plan is, was hopeless as it's been for ever since Matt Canada's been in charge um, Najee looked better last week against the Dolphins he finally was starting to make some holes and, and actually exploit them our defence held Miami to zero points after early in this in the uh, the second quarter so once they adapted they completely shut down Miami um, and the thing is with mobile quarterbacks Lamar Jackson's got a woeful record against the Steelers because the Steelers seem to be able to keep him in the pocket and not unable to run out and escape unfortunately against Josh Allen this year uh, that didn't happen and he completely and utterly bulldozed us but there's still there's there's some slight hope there that we can restrict Jalen Hurts to having to throw the ball Sadly, he's now got AJ Brown on top of um, on top of Devonta Smith, who are two receivers I absolutely love. Um, yeah, all logic suggests that the Eagles win this, but you just know it's the NFL; anything can happen on any given Sunday. So uh, I'm going to back my boys to go and break the uh, the undefeated the Eagles and win in a really ugly but fantastic 14-10 victory. I, I, I love the fact you're wearing a Plymouth top, which is, of course, um, black and green, which is what the Eagles wear. So it's um, you're wearing the same colours as the Eagles, and yet you're still predicting the Steelers to win. So I'm liking the fact I've still got my Steel. I've still got my Steelers uh, ball out though. Yeah. So okay. there you go. That's Always fine. good. <laughs> but I do like the fact you're going with your heart. I do think that sometimes you have got to go with your gut and go with your gut instinct and go with your heart. So I've got no problem with that whatsoever. Um, despite the Packers' form, this still for me is the game of the week as they travel to the Buffalo Bills on Sunday night football. I think the Buffalo Bills win. I think they're the best team in the league, uh, player for player. I think them and the Chiefs are just way too strong for anyone in the league, um, besides maybe Brady if it gets to playoff time. Um, but I think the Bills are going to win. I think they'll just be too strong for a Packers team that is really struggling right now. I think this could end up being very similar to the game that the Steelers had in Buffalo where we went in there and got our asses kicked. Um, this could well be a complete smacking. Um, the Packers are, are, are not good on defence. They're not good on offence. And the last thing you need against the Bills is a team that can't move the ball. Um, so, uh, yeah, this the, and Aaron Rodgers said himself, this could be a week that just totally exposes the Packers They've been exposed enough the last few weeks, but this could be a real eye-opening, eye-opening battering. I don't think this is the game of the week because I just think the Bills will smash them. But um, yeah, I, I've got Buffalo to win this in a, a bit of a landslide, sadly. And then finally, the Battle of Ohio on Monday Night Football as the Bengals 
travel to the Browns, which I'm sure you're you can't wait for, Freddie. I'm absolutely ecstatic. I, I can't. I, this is this is the game of the week. Yeah, forget Bills Packers. This is the game. Everyone's got to watch Jacoby Brissett going on against uh, and that fantastic Browns team. Um, yeah, Cincinnati all day long. Um, they're getting better and better. I've said this on various shows and various things that I thought early on that the Bengals were improving and improving. Um, they are definitely getting better. Cincinnati against Baltimore for the AFC North title. That's going to be a fun watch. I, I, I like both the annoyingly, and I know I'm a Steelers fan, but I like both those teams. I obviously, as an LSU fan, I love Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Mm. Um, and the Ravens, Lamar Jackson's always been a quarterback I've admired. So the two teams I like, I don't like the Browns. Um, I think Kareem Hunt, there's been trade talk about him. I think he'll be chucked out somewhere before the deadline next week. Um, the Browns look dysfunctional. I don't think Deshaun Watson will come in and improve that this season, really. I think they're just a bit... They're, they're down with the Steelers in terms of the basement of this division this year. Um, I think, like the Steelers, they'll be better in a year's time, but for now, they're not quite there yet. Um, so, yeah, I've got Cincinnati winning this. Okay, so that is the conclusion of our prediction. So, just to recap, I went for wins for the Ravens, the Jags, the Falcons, Cowboys, Dolphins... Uh, Vikings, Raiders, Jets, Eagles, Titans, Colts, Giants, 49ers, Buffalo Bills, and the Bengals. Whereas Freddie went for a wins for the Buccaneers, the Jags, the Falcons, Cowboys, Lions, Vikings, Raiders, uh, Patriots, Steelers, Titans, Colts, Seahawks, Niners, Bills, and Bengals. So that means we have got, from looking at it, one, two, three, four, five different predictions. So um, different outcomes. So that means it'll be interesting to see who wins this. I mean, it's not been great from the last two weeks. I mean, Sam Moores has got an infamous two correct from uh, week seven, week six, and Trevor only got six. So I only got eight the last two weeks. So it's been a bit of a disappointing performances recently from both myself and the guests. Hang so on, hang on. Two, two right in an entire slate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will give Sam some sort of credit. He was actually a bit ill when he recorded the podcast. So I'll get, maybe his head wasn't okay. there, but um, fair bit. There were some actual shock results that week, I think. Um, I think, last week, I, think I only got six. I think I only got six that week. That was a bad week, but two yeah. is... I've, I've never seen anyone get two in a, a whole NFL slate before. That, is, had that the, is quite impressive. The Vikings and the Bengals, only ones they had right, I think, um, you know... No one thought the Ravens would lose to the Giants. Yeah, the Buccaneers beating the Steelers, which obviously didn't happen. You know, he did, he did go for the Panthers to beat the Rams, which was a... He went for the Chiefs to beat the Bills, went for Dallas to beat the Eagles. So, yeah, there were quite a lot of shock results, but, um, yeah, I will give him credit. He was ill. So, um, Fair enough. when he's going to be back on next time, next season, he'll obviously hopefully be feeling better and give us better scores. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, I only got eight, so I think there's quite a lot. Of, I mean, that week was a shock week, to be fair. I'll, I'll give him that. <laughs> but that has been the end of our podcast for this week so thank you Freddie for coming on so last minute as well it's a pleasure thanks for having me on as always no problem at all I'm looking forward to having you on again for the rest of the year 